You are listening to Let's Talk About It podcast, the show for a real talk about real situations and topics. I'm your host, Rodney, and this is episode six. Now let's get this show started. Okay, so I've had a brief little layoff. Um, I was on travel for work. Um and today, I just wanted to, you know, post something, but I really wanted to just talk about, you know, the hot topic that's going on right now, and that's the coronavirus. So um, I was on a flight. I had to go back to California. And um, leading up into the flight, you know, the coronavirus stuff, you know, was, you know, it was, it was running rampant. And um, <laughs> I get to, it was in the back of my mind for a second, but uh as I began to board my flight, I witnessed firsthand the how this has just taken over everything. I was seeing people with masks on. I was seeing they almost removed someone from the plane from uh, <laughs> for just coughing, right? And I'm looking at all of this now. I've done my time in the military, so I know that half those masks don't work because there's not a proper seal. And if you have a beard, you're really not getting a proper seal. But... As I'm sitting back and I'm looking at this, right, and I'm like, man, the world is going crazy, right? And I just begin to think about how every time, you know, I'm not that old, I'm 39, but I remember every time something was going on in the world, it was something to distract us. Now, I'm not trying to say that the virus isn't, you know, something to to, to be, you know, worried about it, this, that, and other. I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak for myself. And uh, I'm not worried. I'm definitely not worried. I mean, you know, I've I've been practicing washing my hands and keeping, you know, good hygiene about myself. I've, that's just something that I grew up with. But I'm not worried because I'm just not worried. Like, I don't get too high or too low about anything. But one of the things that I notice is a lot of the church folks are worried. I'm talking about the same people that will tell you to pray your problems away. The same people that when you come to them and you tell them that, you know, you, you might be having thoughts of suicide or, or you know, you don't know what to do and, and, and life is just hitting you hard, right? Those same people are the ones that's trying to find where to, where to buy a mask at. Now, think of the irony of that. The same people that tell you to pray your problems away are now <laughs> panicking about coronavirus. You see, it's something to say about when something is going on. You know, a lot of people will tell you how you should act about certain things, but until it's game time, you really don't know how you're that. You know, I was in a church Sunday and um, <laughs> they were saying, you know, you know, shake your neighbor's hand next to you. And I looked around the church and, you know, a lot of people just didn't want to do it. And they didn't want to do it because they were like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to get nothing right now. You are in the place that is supposed to be the most holiest. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, everybody in the church is holier than thou. I'm definitely not saying that. I grew up in the church and I trust me, I know. But what I'm saying is the perception. The perception. See, and, and, and it brings me to a a, a bigger situation that I often, you know, find myself thinking about, right? And and it's concerning the church, it's concerning religious people, right? But, you know, because I'm very religious, so I'm not talking down on it, but but what I'm what I'm getting at is 
a lot of people would rather portray an image than to actually be it. And what I mean by that is, you know, you have a lot of people in the church that they're living for the for the outside. You know what I mean? Like so just say, you know, you have that person that 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 comes to church and and they're shouting, they're, you know, thanking God and they're crying and this that and the other and oh my gosh, everything is sweet, right? But when they hit the world, they're different. And how I think that it should be is it should be the opposite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it it should be it should be the opposite. You should not trying to be, you know, like uh, holier than thou, right? Outside of you know what I mean the, the the church, right? Because when you're trying to be holier than thou, people see right through that. They see right through it. Right. And you coming into church and you and you crying and you all at the altar, this, that and other. See, that's the side that people need to see. You know, it, it it I remember growing up and I would see certain people. Right. That, you know, went to the church or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or I just knew I just knew, you know, what I'm saying and they supposed to be in the church or whatever. And then, um, you know, you, you catch them outside and you like. Who in the world is this person? Now, for me, I ain't saying that I've always been the best because I haven't, but, you know, I told you where I stood. That's just how I've always been. I, you, you would always know where I stand. And my thing was I like to show people my shortcomings. I like to show people where I struggle or, or the things that I'm going into. I, I like to show that because I feel like once I overcome that, and if you were watching me and saw me at my lowest, you would know that you can do it too. And I think that's what life is all about. But anyways, I'm going way off topic. But this coronavirus, man, oh my gosh, they're talking about canceling everything. People are buying up toilet paper. And and, and that's another thing too, right? How y'all don't have that stuff in y'all house already? Like I'm just, I'm baffled, right? People are, I went to Target, man. I mean, the Lysol wipes were gone and this, that, and other. But I buy that stuff on a regular but that just goes to show you, right, that there's a lot of nasty people in this world. I'm at the gym, you know, every day. And during this corona scare, I watch people come in that locker room, not wash, not one hand, will sneeze in their hand, and then go on out. Now, in the gym, there's televisions everywhere, right? Televisions everywhere. They got the sports channels on and they got the news channels, right? So while they're doing this, they're looking at the news. I, I watch them. They're on the treadmill. They're on the elliptical. They're looking at the news and people are going crazy over this, that, and the other. And they will get off of that machine, take their hand, and wipe their face. It's some nasty people out here. Now, them, those people, maybe they do need to be afraid. But I think... That if you have been living your life, you know, clean and this, that, and other, it's not that much to worry about. But the bigger picture is if you are a person of faith, if you are a person of faith, that should be the last thing that you really worried about. Now, I'm not one of those people that think that, oh, you can just, you know, uh, uh, ask God for this, that, and other, you're going to be smooth. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, is that this is where faith needs to be activated. It's going to be more stuff that come up in the world that's that's that trust me is going to be way worse than this. It's going to be a lot more stuff that comes up, right? But 
something like this, it really shows you how people really think. I, you can go through social media and look at the most positive person that always got a good word to say. Always got a good word to say. You've never seen them. They're always cool. Now they worried about, oh my gosh, am I going to catch this? Oh my gosh, this, that, and the other. Oh, it's crazy, man. It's 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 crazy. And and the 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 thing that's even worse than that is people are going to be off this by next month. By next month is going to be the next thing. <laughs> next month is going to be the next big craze of this, that, and the other, man. It's just... It's, it's organized chaos. That's what I call it. Organized chaos. Let's distract you from what's going on over here. Meanwhile, stuff is getting passed on over here and this, that, and the other. Um, and it's just crazy. Another topic that I wanted to talk about today. Um, I wish I had the name, but um, it escapes me right now. But um, the, the guy that was executed in Alabama. It's a very sad situation. Very sad situation, right? But here's my take on that. And I hope, I, I hope that you know you can understand me when I say this, right? And this goes to th- this goes to everybody, but this especially goes to, you know, um, people of color. Now, I read up on the case and I saw, you know, everything that happened with the case and this, that, and the other, right? But what I really think about this is this. As a young black man, I'm, you know, I consider myself young, even though I'm almost 40. I know that I can't afford to put myself in certain situations. It just won't be good for me. You know what I mean? Like, racism is alive and well. I know that. I understand that. So I know that I'm not afforded to be able to put myself in certain situations. Now, just say if I'm rolling, you know what I'm saying, with, with my friends or whatever, and we driving in the car, and, you know, we driving and he's speeding a little bit, and and I know that, you know, he might got a warrant out for his arrest, and or I know that his temperament is very hostile, so if we do get pulled over, you know, it can escalate very fr- I know all of this, right? So why would I put myself in the car? Why? Now, I am not excusing the racism that that is in this world. Trust me, I am not. But what I'm saying is knowing that there's racism in the world and knowing that, you know what I'm saying, all of this, the, the cards seem stacked against me, I have to be aware of the situations that I put myself in. Now, I'm not talking about the situation that you, you know, it's just totally out of your control. You driving by yourself and you get pulled over by by the police officer and he's being raped. I'm not talking about that situation. But even in that situation, I know that I cannot win in that circumstance right then. I know that if he comes out of his mouth and he says something crazy to me, I know that I can't win in going back and forth with him with words. I'm going to have to hold my peace, hopefully get the badge number, and I'm going to have to follow up with it. But I say that to say this. We have to be aware. It's not fair, but it's something that we have to do. And I I try to instill this in my son. I I tell my son all the time, right, that that you're not afforded the same chances as other people. 
You know, he's he's 17 right now. So so to the to the eyes of the law, just looking at him being a, a 17-year-old kid tall, he fits the description of whatever they want to chump up. So knowing that, you got to carry yourself accordingly. You shouldn't put yourself in a position that it's 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 six dudes around you, and out of that six, you know three got a record. You know what I'm saying? And and you know one of the other ones is known to have drugs on them, this, that, and other. No, you can't put yourself in that situation because the game is rigged. So knowing that the game is rigged, why would you even put yourself in it? We got to police our, ourselves. I read that story and and it and it really hurt me that this man was executed. But then I was I, I kind of thought about it, right? It was like, you know, you're in Alabama. One of the most racist places, right? You're in Alabama. You should have never been in that situation. And I'm talking about the circumstances that happened that night. See, that goes back to when you're growing up. Well, it used to be like this. You're growing up. And you had that one person in the neighborhood or the one, you know, respected person in your church or the whoever it may have been that when you running around and they grab you by your hand and they tell you, they say, hey, stop running. Hey, you shouldn't be doing that. Right. Back then. Right. We, we had that stuff. Right. We had that type of community. Right. Now, if you chose not to listen to that person. And you continuously run and then something happened to you. Well, that's on you because somebody was there to try to help you. You fast forward to 20 years from then, you've always had somebody along the way, but you chose not to listen. So choosing not to listen, you have begun to place yourself in the game that's rigged. And you can't win under them certain circumstances. Right. So meanwhile, we we have a lot of people that, you know, are, are looking up to athletes as role models. And you know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, I want to be like LeBron or oh, I want to be like this. I want to be like that. Right. But it's our job to say, you know what? No, no, no. I don't want you to be like LeBron. I want you to be like you. I want you to be you because you know what? You being you, you might grow up to be the mayor of 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 Detroit or the, you know what I'm saying? You might grow up to be the district attorney. You might, you might be the person that's going to change things around. You got to start thinking, thinking, thinking in the bigger picture. Start thinking in the bigger picture. Control what you can control. And that leads me back to this whole coronavirus, right? We have people that sitting up here monitoring how many people are dying about this coronavirus, but they, they can't control that. You can't control what's going on all in the world, but you can control what's going on around you. But you're losing focus because you're looking at other stuff that don't concern you. I don't care if, if it's 2,000 people died or or 1,500 people died, I'm concerned about the things that I can control. I'm concerned about the things that are around me. And see, if everybody started thinking like that, those old community ways can come back. Those old community ways can come back. We need to start getting back to the point to where, you know what? Your parents is at work, this, that, and the other. I'm going to make it my business to make sure you getting off that bus going in your house. 
I'm going to make sure that, that, you know what I'm saying, that I'm doing what I can do and what I can control to help the next person. Because like I said, we in a game that, that, that is not for us. That is not built for us, but we can control it. We really set the tone in so many different ways. But we got to start with the things that we can control. So anyways, uh, that's the end of this episode. Um, I didn't really have much planned. It's just off the top of the dome of something that I was just hit me right now. Um, I'm going to um, try to do more um, of these. Um, uh, like I said, I was sidetracked with work, you know, having to go out of town and this, that and the other. Um, and, you know, having four kids, my wife deployed right now. So, you know, it's a lot, but I'm going to I'm going to keep doing this because, you know what? Consistency is key. Consistency is key. So anyways, I thank you guys for the support. Um, if you could, you know, tell somebody about it. You know, if you like what you hear, tell somebody about it. But I thank you guys um, and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.